and welcome to Kardashian It, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jarden. And I'm Marcy Jaro. Marcy. <gasps> How are you, my friend? I'm good. Oh man, are you really feeling this Mercury in retrograde? Yeah, I was I was sort of uh, griping a bit about this before we started recording, but uh my our therapist is gone on vacation. <laughs> And it's Mercury retrograde, and I think it is so wild. I'm having the most Mercury retrograde. I'm having quite a big one because I, yeah, they're like, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday had like very like, like what the fuck moments. Yes, where it's like, did we talk about this last week? Like to me, the epitome of Mercury retrograde isn't just like, oh yeah, things are shitty. It's like, oh well, you sounded like, so I thought, so then I did, cause, and now I'm sad. And what you meant was what? Like that feeling of just like herky yeah. jerky, but like hurt feelings and misunderstanding. There was a, a dog, a four pit bull dog fight <gasps> yeah, next door. What the fuck happened? And it was like a fucking crime scene. There was blood everywhere. I, I called 911. Uh, cause you know, I always do. Mm-hmm. I make it my business you take advantage of what your tax dollars support one um but it was like who even knows what happened other than it was like a dog owner who their dogs got their four dogs were being walked together and they got into a fucking fight that was so bloody and gory and i cannot believe i how how does it even get that far i have no idea i just heard like the like crazy noises i thought it was coyotes eating a dog so i run outside because my instinct is to run towards danger yes i know this about you i'm so stupid (laughs) but it is my instinct and then i'm like don't do that uh, but i'm also like telling my roommates to go inside the house i'm like trying like start like directing like traffic control and i don't know what happened other than like when i see it there's a man crouched with blood all over him and there's two dogs that are one dog is locked on the other one and they're screaming to get water get water so i water well i yell at my roommate to get water and then i yell at the other roommate to call 911 and then the other roommate with water i was like oh just stay there i don't know what's because ha- i Did didn't want to like splash it with water yes and they oh. immediately let go <gasps> so it worked so that's like, oh, that's she, like, like a had hack. A, she had a bottle of water and she poured it on the dogs and then like some woman was like literally like on the back of a like she was sitting on a black pit bull with like blood streaming down its face because it had two huge sorry if you're sensitive i'm so sorry fast forward i should have done a trigger warning but it was like really fucked up the dog and she's like sitting on this dog and i was like are you and i asked sitting the other, on it because she's trying to hold it because oh, it's off leash oh, okay, okay apparently what happened was the dogs had started a fight okay and then the garage and they was like in this little building next door but by their gate to the garage okay. and then the garage started to open and they got tangled so these dogs are tangled up in a garage door fighting and then being strangled because it's opening because it's like oh, catching them oh my god so it was just like a really bad situation and so many neighbors got involved jesus there are pit bulls running around the street but cowering terrified you could tell they're scared yeah but they're also like in a frenzy because of the blood and stuff and then this one uh white one with spots was just like not moving uh. it like wouldn't move and then finally when the ems showed up the owner dragged it away and this woman's sitting on this black pit bull and i was like is that your dog are you gonna take it to the vet i was so worried they weren't gonna take these animals to the vet i don't know why 
And she's like, it's not mine. It's his. It wasn't her dog. She like ran across the street because she heard the commotion. Her and her boyfriend ran. And she had this dog in a bear hug so she could hold it because she was a little woman. I would never do this. This She was so so brave. So brave. And this dog is covered and shaking. It's like shaking like it's getting out of a bath, like blood all over her. And she's like just holding it still until the owner comes back and takes it away. It was so crazy. And I was just like, and then EMS came and I was like, well, the person said they're not injured, but I can tell he is. And he just was like pretending didn't want to because be. he like lives in an apartment complex down the street and yeah. he has four big pit bulls and he probably doesn't want anyone to know that he has that many dogs. And he, that like, you know, I bet like, cause it's, I called animal control and then I was like, well, I hope it doesn't get evicted. I just, it was so stressful. That's horrible. And I felt bad for them too, but I also was like, maybe those animals don't need to all be in the same home together yes. if they're in a little apartment. I think that's fair to judge. But then last night, I see the guy's daughter, who I've seen with these pit bulls before, walking two of them, one that was like running around the street that wasn't really involved, but just kind of scared. And then the black one with a cone on his head now. And I was like, well, mm, at least it's alive. Care. But I don't know about the other one. I have no idea. It was just scary and crazy. And then Friday night, a transformer blew up on our street. <gasps> and we had a blackout. But it was like a huge so explosion. Much on this street. It was like a huge explosion and like oh my god and then saturday a homeless person spit on me oh <laughs> which was i kind of rolled through it it was fine but she it's didn't really like fine. make a direct hit but she was trying really hard she kept trying and then sunday just other personal stuff where i was just like this is crazy that's a lot it's a lot that's a lot i haven't had anything that that intense oh and then i told you that well one thing is the wellbutrin is like very helpful through all of it because it had all of it has like happened and like in the moment is like but then i chill out but the wellbutrin so has helped with that but it's also made me very horny jess and i haven't been horny in years it's a terrible it's not terrible i mean it's not terrible but it's just new right now it is it's new new. it's new i was like I've this had, like, dead thing in my pants I've, <laughs> I've had like sort of hits like that like breakthrough kind of where you're just like really dusting off your sexuality <laughs> you're like wow uh, there was a lot here uh, and it's so crazy yeah it's so crazy we should take a trip to the pleasure chest oh yeah la's famed pleasure chest i mean well, this kind of leads into, do you have other stuff to update? No, Mercury retrograde sucks. Everything's a mess. Well, I last week talked about. Oh, yes. We should, this is more This important. is such a vagina. Like, I Now this podcast is just about my pussy. Yeah, well. And my, yeah. So I, we had a couple emails after last week. Um, and do you need to refresh? I, you just, okay. Well, I talked a little bit about how I'm, I have sensitive, I have <laughs> wires, nerve endings that are crossing in my body. And sometimes they send a signal to my vagina when something else, another part is being touched and it's confusing and it makes, which pedicures a real crapshoot. And I admitted to you afterwards, a thing that I should have said on the podcast, oh, yes. which I will say now, which is that 
uh, I I have that very much in my ears where I like pretty much instantly feel like I'm going to cream my jeans. Are you coming right now with those headphones on? Yeah, that's why I'm always wearing them. <laughs> I truly like cleaning my ears with Q-tips is like a thing I like savor like sexually and like would not do in front of people. Like it is so, I think it feels so crazy, but I also can't use Q-tips because I get ear infections and like I can't, <gasps> and you shouldn't, you're not really supposed to, but um, I still do, I'm a bad girl. But like the feeling, I always thought that we were all like, orgasming off of like cleaning our ears and then like more recently as an adult was like oh so okay like the ear is like an erogenous zone and people kiss it and you know it's like not void of it but I think that the heightened I'm in like a heightened state after like nothing like if you whispered in my ear it would be a mistake (laughs) well depending on what you wanted the outcome to be if I want you to ruin your panties (laughs) so I should have added that during our conversation and I was approved guys guys you're learning so much about us and I know for a fact I have had employers listen to this podcast so it's good it's good it's educational okay so this is an email it says Marcy's temperamental vagina Dear Marcy, I'm listening to your most recent podcast and laughing all by myself in the kitchen because of your fabulous spontaneous <laughs> orgasms during pedicures. I fall deeper and deeper in love with you every time I listen, and I wanted to offer my support and let you know that a friend of mine can legit orgasm just by riding the seam of her jeans. <laughs> jeans. Like, while she's wearing her jeans and the seam gets a gets a bit invasive she just has herself a good old time but she enjoys it and i would encourage you to enjoy your sensitivity how fabulous uh to feel that good from a pedicure uh one day sister pants your beloved will find you and that person will love delighting your senses and sensitivity you deserve it love you and jessica so much thank you for being smart funny and awesome cam okay Uh, so i will say this what i what i feel the worst about when it happens during a pedicure and it doesn't happen every time so i don't mm -hmm. want you guys thinking i'm perving out every time i just feel like it's not fair to make them a sex worker (laughs) in that moment (laughs) like you know (laughs) like that's what i'm worried about that they're 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 not consenting to this (laughs) Like me when I've had to get my ears cleaned out. <laughs> when have you had to have your ears cleaned out? I'm prone to ear problems. Okay. And so like twice I've like had to. I have to go to the ENT, Tim. And I, and it's nothing to be worried about. And I'm requesting a hunk. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it's same same vibe. God, making them an unknown, an unwilling sex worker. And then we got this other email. This one is so it good. It says, me too. With like the like that emoji that's the like ooh teeth like so, gritted yeah, teeth like uh oh um please don't use my name I won't long time listener first time emailer I love you guys you feel like my friends and I tell everyone I know about your podcast thank, thank you. you uh you've intellectualized the Kardashian universe and validated my obsession immensely. But I heard something today that shocked me. I have never heard of anyone else who experiences orgasms from salon treatments. Mine is from full body slash back massages when I'm lying on my stomach. And it doesn't happen every time, but almost every time I kind of like it. The winky face, tongue out. Anyway, I was desperate to let Marcy know she's not alone. Love, 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 love your work. XXX. (laughs) A massage. I mean, I get that, too. Yes. I get it. Oh, my God. Yeah, we I think it's like, yeah, we the idea of just parts of our bodies that we have no control over. I mean, this is when I like think about how insane it is to me to be a man and have something like just hanging on the outside of your body 
that if it's oh like God. grazed against or sat on and like the concept i mean literally the concept of like strip clubs and everything and yes. it's just like like insanity ours is tucked in tight yes and it's not and most women's boobs are not like erogenous enough that like that would do yeah. a lot to be like hugged or something but like a lot there are many men who are sensitive to the point that like it doesn't take a lot yeah. and just like touch like the most basic touch you know what song i heard on the radio wow. on like my 90s on nine and i was like oh what? this is definitely not working in me too is that song that's uh, like a it's uh you're dancing kind of close, close. I feel that's what a little spill. poke coming through on you and it's like literally it's just very wrong about like I can't help it I'm dancing I mean we always knew it was a crazy song about a guy getting a boner on the dance floor but in like the me too era the language of it is so insane about just like I can't be helped and I will push my boner into your butt and <laughs> isn't this a sexy idea and it's like fuck you yeah fuck you dude yeah but that like i mean at the same time hey i guess if you got a big thing hanging off your body that also i can't remember like in like junior high and high school dances like just grinding your butt so hard on a guy's crotch grinding is such an insane idea i mean it's the most logical thing once our our principal in junior high got on the mic and said y'all stop dancing like that that's nasty i'm gonna close the dance he's like threatened to turn like turn the music off and shut the whole thing down because we were grinding so much just the idea of also it's like a room of people who definitely haven't had sex yeah just being like and just being like we think this is it we love it feels something but also it doesn't feel good for women it doesn't feel great to have like a little 12 year old boner i'm sorry wait did you watch lorena no not yet thank you for reminding me actually it's really like if you were child in the 90s and remember lorena bobbitt and john wayne bobbitt i was obsessed and it was like such like a joke and like and then you just find out he's so awful and she's really a, a, she's so amazing that she was able to like get through the other side of that yeah. it's like truly an amazing story but they do show his little severed <gasps> penis they do and let me tell you i you think that maybe you don't want to see it but you do of course i do you will gleefully scream oh my god and didn't he get it sewed back on and he, he got became it, a porn star he got it sewn back on or tried to do porn, porn I don't know. he did a porn and then this is a little bit of a spoiler if you don't if you didn't follow it closely but i was shocked to find out that he later had a penile enlargement yes and it and it fucked his penis up really bad oh. and i was just like he was destined to never have a, a penis like it wasn't meant for it was him. like it was written in the stars that like it was like um oedipus <laughs> like how oedipus like sent yeah his child away so that he would not be murdered then right. later yeah like it was oedipus i can't it was wait oedipus, to watch it. but of his penis <laughs> Oedipus. Oh, no, Oedipus was the child, so right. Yes. So yeah, it was his. Yeah, his penis was was, was Oedipus. His eyes were the penis. I know what you mean. Oedipus' eyes. Oedipus. Oedipus. I don't know. We got it. Oedipus. <laughs> Should we get into some news? Yes. Let's oh get some my news. gosh. Um, I really want to watch that. Thank you for reminding me. Um. Well, 
look, we've got some news. Um, a bunch of stuff. So a bunch of little little things. Piddly, nothing, nothing. Little piddly things. Look, there may not be a big juicy entree, but there's a lot of snacks. Also, we realized just oh, yes. today. So we are obviously we're listening to some we're watching some vintage episodes now. And so if you haven't watched, go ahead now. Go watch season three, episode eleven of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. They're so fun. But I think what happens is next week, it can't be the last one now that I think of it. I thought it was like the... It's got to be close, though. But we're only two weeks away from the premiere of season 16 of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Think of the things we're going to see. We're going to have such we're gonna have new episodes to devour soon big juicy hour-long episodes Mm. i mean and we're gonna be diving in in the way only this show can do where we eat our own tail and re go through the scandals yes which there have been certainly some a lot in the past year in the past year so we are gonna yes we'll celebrate mark your calendars um i guess what would be the date of that episode it would be wednesday the third yeah because the show comes back on Sunday, yep. March 31st. So Wednesday Correct. the 3rd, we will be back with uh, a first episode from the new season. Yep, 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 yep. So, okay. uh, so anyone, anyone who follows this family knows that Chloe has always, always been in the, we, we roast her a lot. Ugh. Everybody does her like inspirational uh, Instagram stories. She's just such. It sucks. Uh, yeah. God, it sucks. And it's like, especially everybody started talking about it. Like she's really doubled down and it's like truly constant in a way right now where I think like, and everybody knows she's had a time and it's like understandable. And I think everyone's had a friend who's gone a little crazy um, in a breakup. And so it's like, okay, okay, yeah. okay. It's a lot, but it's okay. But she got in trouble because, you know, a lot of it is these like reposting of like memes and other people's shit. And she post reposted this picture of like a t-shirt um, with like a very 90s font. And it says love. She put at the top in her own writing and her own text. Love is the only cure. And then it's this picture of this t-shirt and it says love thy neighbor, thy homeless neighbor, thy Muslim neighbor, thy black neighbor, thy gay neighbor, thy white neighbor, thy Jewish neighbor, thy Christian neighbor, thy atheist neighbor, thy racist neighbor, thy addicted neighbor. It's a, like a game where <laughs> you can play one of these things doesn't belong. <laughs> and people, rightfully, you probably heard it in there, were not <laughs> loving one the of these love thy th- racist neighbor. I mean, one of these things just seems to stand right out. Right out. Somebody, um, people were tweeting, one person said, I know Khloe Kardashian didn't just tell me to love my homeless neighbor and my racist neighbor all in one post. <laughs> this year for real ain't her year, huh? <laughs> oh, no. And of course, people also really dovetailed that into, rightfully, into a lot of the conversations about the Kardashians and appropriation and yeah. having um, children of color when they are like in that whole thing opened up um, and people, yeah, people said, imagine having a black daughter and saying, love thy racist neighbor. And w- I can't stress this enough. What the fuck? It's, I mean, <laughs> this one made me laugh. Thy racist neighbor, all caps. Your child is black, Chloe. Throw the whole woman away. <laughs> Throw the whole woman away. <laughs> Throw the whole woman away. I need to start saying that. Oh, that is a boy, oh delightful. boy, oh so, boy, oh boy. Look, do we think that Chloe's going to stop posting inspo pics? No. She's even heightened. She's been like, 
um posting i can't watch them there's some like very sort of ethereal man with like light eyes and he's like i don't know who he is there's no like I, some I have no idea what he's talking I, about. I click through it as fast as I literally but he's can. he's handsome. He's handsome. And he's like giving self-help shit. Um, <sighs> she's in it. She's in it. We're praying I, for her. I, I understand that she's trying to be like Jesus turned the other cheek sort of thing. But like it's just really hard to tell people who are getting it every day from some direction to like love someone who hates them. Yes, that's just too hard. And that's not her place because I mean, and she's the first person to really fight hard against someone who throws her negativity. Yeah, well, I think that's the thing is it's like you're watching this woman just so inactively practice what she preaches. And so it's just like... Ugh, where where will she land we shall see although I'll we can jump down to since we are on her you know every so often she kind of does this thing where she'll like uh respond to uh someone that tweets at her yes um and she responded to some random fan uh this week i mean this is just barely news but i do think it's like a good to remember um somebody tweeted i genuinely hope at chloe kardashian meets someone one day that treats her with the respect she deserves she's been through more shitty which i love this spelling s-h-i-d-d-y relationships than any one person deserves (laughs) at least she got baby true heart star and then chloe wrote back Baby True made it all worth it. Thank you for your beautiful message. I mean, it is a very hard thing when like when people have relationships where they are clearly so mistreated, but they have children. So you can't say, I wish it never happened. Yes. Like even with my ex brother-in-law, who I don't think is great heard here first. <laughs> but like you can't wish it never happened because I have like a niece no. and a nephew out of it. Same so thing it's with like, my sister's ex-husband and it makes you just like I'm so happy that what a joy to get a person to come out of it that everybody can love. Yeah. Also, I, w- I would say that Chloe, no matter what, go to therapy. Go to therapy. A treadmill is not therapy. It's not, and you- Stair climbers aren't therapy, Chloe. A therapy is a therapist. Therapy. Mm-hmm. In a room, you unpacking your life and why you are the way you are. Yes. Um, and you can't go to ours. Marcy and I already have her claim. So. <laughs> She's booked yeah she's really booked i already gave her name to too many other people and i regret it oh my god i need to know who um okay um then we have this little uh news item on this website called the glow up which looks to be kind of like a jezebel offshoot that apparently it's a little void of specifics i would say but um they're reporting from tmz that much to the kardashian chagrin perhaps (laughs) it appears uh particularly after her very winning appearance on um red table talk that or red table yeah the red table talk that um jordan woods has been quote flooded with calls from companies who want to get their brands seen with the star um so a lot of people sort of feel like she maybe really did win public support in the wake of this yeah. scandal, which I don't disagree with. Also, she's like been rocking this like new hair, new hair, new yeah. vibe. Uh, she's like whoever is managing this this new rollout, this Jordan 2.0. And yeah, we will we know who it is. It's her momager. It's her momager. We saw her momager was on her Instagram stories being like, we're going to Dubai and we're going skydiving. Yes, she's apparently all over the place. She's going to London. 
she the calabasas beauty posted her first instagram ad since the scandal earlier this week and will hit up london at the end of the month with mom and manager elizabeth woods to sign quote several new deals according to this and apparently some of these things are coming through um is it oh yeah marketing shiraz hazan uh, marketing guru Shiraz Hassan, who uh, deals between Hollywood and the Middle East in the past for stars such as Jennifer Lopez, Kim Kardashian, Logan Paul, Pure Trash, and Paris Hilton. There is a huge market there, especially for beauty and makeup. And my my sister's in Dubai, and it's like, it really is amazing. You see that, like, um, you know, Rihanna and Kim and Mario, um, Kim's makeup artist, like they do so much work. Yes. And then there's also like clubs and hotel openings. And like there is so much happening there and so much money. Um, so, hey, you know what? I'll say it. I'm happy for Jordan. Yes. Good for her. I, I it's nice to see somebody rise out of that. And I'm I don't know what it means, but good for her. In some similar news, um, Kylie is trying to branch out and find a larger circle of friends yes because we know that jordan was like basically her only friend i know and then she lost her in this whole i don't think it's permanent i don't think so either i think we will see these two together again but her basically her baby mama was like gone all of a sudden and she was like by herself going through her own drama so she's been socializing more trying to find a bigger circle of friends that she could be close with and she's just realizing that relying on just one friend is not the best idea no i mean it's just so hard though like for all of these you know these this family because it's like can you imagine trying to just i mean for all very famous people it's like you hear it always in their interviews and stuff. Um, and it's just like how you would possibly ever believe that somebody just liked you and you liked them. You know, like actually, yeah. if anybody read um, the Justin Bieber, Haley Baldwin interview, I think they were on like Vanity Fair. I did not. But I was surprised to find myself reading it. But <laughs> I'm um, not surprised that you read it. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't. I like it's one of those people. I'm like, oh, I don't follow. And it's like, of course I do. But um, <laughs> they, it was fascinating because they're so young and they're so rich. And he, I am fascinated by, um, and in terms of just like child fame and all yeah. of the things and his like fucked up parents. And like, uh, he talks a lot in that interview about just like how he has to, he's in so much therapy and has to do so much work on because of the fear of meeting people and friendship and trust. And yeah. that, like that thing of like being able to believe that anyone ever has your best interests at heart and that they don't want something from you and how like can you imagine you have like no emotional coping skills you have no formal mm. education you have no parenting and you also have to exist in the world being like especially if you're Kylie like I'm a bill I mean luckily they she has a really solid family yeah but it's like I have a billion dollars everyone wants something from yeah. me even the people that love me the most on some level probably want something from me or even if they don't know they want something from me that's at least in the back of their mind that could be a part of it yeah that's really hard also we'll say that in this article it says that her family is aware that she is in contact with jordan still and they're letting kylie figure things out for herself oh that's nice and earlier this month woods appeared to be making an effort to patch things up with jennifer by liking a photo of kylie cosmetics founders that she posted on Instagram with oh, her wearing big. a red latex pants and a wide crop top. <laughs> I just love the details <laughs> of do, it. Always. It's very good. Speaking of longtime friends, friends, um, look, I'll be honest, this friendship 
brings me joy and i'm talking mm-hmm. about paris and kim we get to see them at the holiday party reconnecting <laughs> sliding down that snow sl- snow slope and it made me so fucking happy and i literally i like light up like a christmas tree when they appear on each other's instagram this weekend was hilton's 38th birthday she's i think just a little bit younger than kim then they were both 38 um Hilton's 38th birthday she had a big party I think she like I think like it was maybe at her house but it was called Club Paris I couldn't really <laughs> tell where it was but you know and and she kind of just quietly ended that insane engagement and like um did you know that oh no I didn't oh realize my God, that Paris, Paris and oh. him called off that engagement and then she uh got some flack for keeping the ring and she was like I paid for it. I mean, I negotiated it. It was like a deal through her jeweler. And like, because it was an, remember how insane that ring was? Yes. Um, Oh my God, I love it. She's like, well, I paid for it. And she went, so so she very quietly um, ended that engagement, which (sighs) I was sad for her because she was so happy. Um, But she and Kim and a bunch of fun people, Courtney was there too, celebrated her birthday. She wore this like sequin jumpsuit and was like really feeling herself. And it was really funny. Like she, there's all these videos of her pole dancing just in front of everybody. Like, Ugh. and look, we're a couple of pros now about now we know the pole. Very now well. we know the pole and she's, she's no pro <laughs> that little flat, butt <laughs> I love so much. <laughs> I'm glad she hasn't gotten implants of any. She has kept that same tiny little flat butt for so long. And I, honestly, in this moment in time in history, it's like commendable. I feel like she is very much like a Gwyneth Paltrow. Who's like, I'm just great. I'm so great. And I'm, aging. I'm timeless. She, and look, she looks fucking great. Yeah. But yeah, they're friends and it makes me really happy. I actually got uh, a tweet, not tweet, sorry. I got a, a text from Nicole Shabtai, our guest from a few weeks back. She said, Paris Hilton making a full comeback via Kim is so beautiful. <gasps> what a perfect way to put it. Ugh, especially because, you know, they dispute this, but like in every news story, it's always like Kim, Paris's former assistant. And they've both, I think, pushed back and said that that was not true in the same way that Kim was not like a didn't do like closet uh, reorganization. Yeah. She was just like working for her friend like yeah. any of us would do if we're trying to like help our friend out. They were to, both like, socialites. They both were like, yeah, but Kim was just not famous like Paris yet. Yeah. And so I think they justified it by being like, oh, yeah, she pals around because of what X, Y, Z. But um, this, the narrative is very funny. The idea that if she if you do go through that narrative of like. Kim was Paris's assistant and yes. now Kim is inarguably like more. Oh my God. I mean, Paris is iconic in a time though and created a mold that couldn't, Kim couldn't have happened without Paris. Exactly. I think. And one I think night that, in Paris paid the way. And like how beautiful to watch these like gorgeous zillionaire lunatics <laughs> like at 38, just like on top of the world, they'll never not be rich. Also like, <laughs> like Paris has been completely cut out of the Hilton fortune. I didn't know that. Completely cut out. All of her money she gets from making deals overseas and DJing and appearances. Yes, and she has like 12 perfumes and yes. like a, she, a whole products yeah, line. She was basically disowned by her family. <gasps> well, she's fascinating she's and I love her it. and I support her. Um, um, okay, what else? We there's got- also, so there's been a lot of this conversation about these like fast fashion lines mm-hmm. and Kim and she's like come after them quite a bit. Like I think um, Fashion Nova was sort of the one that seemed to be the most like co- in terms of copying her but looks. She can't really do too much to them because her family makes so much money off of them. Yes. And I think there's a lot of rumors of like, you know, the, the funny thing about Fashion Nova is that it's like 
it's become this brand that people like all the from like Nikki to Cardi they've all sort of like a lot of them will shit on but then have like secret deals with but yes. Cardi became, like I think did the the crazy smart thing of like embracing and being like well I'm like the queen of Fashion Nova yes and has a whole line with them and, and Kylie stuff. does Fashion Nova I think so yeah and so but so another one is this line called Misguided um m-i-s-s guided and um kim it turns out is suing them saying that the company's instagram tags and posts rely on her likeness to sell clothing misguided is known for replicating celebrity fashion looks at more affordable prices but kardashian claims the company illegally used her quote persona and trademarks to help sell those replicas she's seeking at least 10 million as retribution and ask the company ceases using her um likeness and so yeah what you see if you go to the website it's pretty crazy that they thought they could get away with it considering how like yeah but basically they will show up they have a page dedicated to kim with photos of all of her outfits so it's actual photos of kim in her in her (gasps) designer outfits the customers click on it and then they're taken to the misguided knockoff and um that's they have like crazy. In, the craziest part is that on I guess they deleted this, but the, on their Instagram posts, they would show the side by side and they would tag Kim in it, which to me is like, oh, so you guys are very stupid. It would be like there's a picture here of like a Kim knockoff model wearing a Kim knockoff dress that there's one in this article that's like the, this gorgeous gold Grecian one. And it says the devil works hard, but misguided works harder, which is also a reference to Kris Jenner. Um, yes. And it says at Kim Kardashian, you've only got a few days before this drops online. And it's like, what? You can't tag it's, him in the knockoff. It's also like antagonizing her. Yes. Of being like, what are you going to do? I think that's why you're like, I'll show you exactly what I'm going to do. I'm you know what I do? You see for $10 million. Because guess what? I don't even care. Don't $10 million know. comes in and out of my hands like that. If I won, I would never even know. <laughs> it Did wouldn't I t- affect my day-to-day life Wait, at all. Have we talked about on this podcast, the millionaire tax? about no. how for a while i was like i don't want millionaires to be taxed and then i changed my mind and decided you got to take their money from yeah them. i do think i i <laughs> i have come around to agreeing that that idea of like there shouldn't be billionaires and also we yeah. sorry kylie sorry um, but I, that you don't need it i just think that put all your money in your corporation and pay yourself over time yeah give yourself a nice package uh i mean there has to be a part of of life where we say like people have enough money yeah you have enough, you money. enough money and that's okay it's okay you're doing great you're fine you're doing great you're sweetie. gonna be fine you're doing great sweetie um, okay so what is this photoshop fail courtney kardashian has a photoshop fail so she was there's a, a one of her Poosh, um, Poosh. Poosh, uh, advertisement. So Courtney Kardashian on Instagram this week posted a picture of her nude, beautiful self in a bathtub. It's a very beautiful image. Um, with the caption, love yourself as deeply as you love them. And it was shot by Jen Adkins' husband, apparently. Who shoots them a lot and has like been on, appeared in episodes, Mike Rosenthal, and he um oh. he's the one who's like when they've been on vacations remember that one i forget if it was like mexico where they were doing like a photo shoot in the back, back and get, like getting all like wet and crazy and taking photos of of court it's it's always him that makes so sense that jen would go with them and yeah. they just put them up at a nearby hotel yes and, and so they're just vacationing keep with it in them. the family and that's they do, so smart it's very smart so people are really coming after courtney for this photoshop which i did not 
immediately recognize as yeah. Photoshop failure. So some of the reactions have been love yourself, but, but your Photoshop the shit out of what's wrong with your legs. Um, they are a little weirdly placed. I think we, we all are just ignoring the nipple on her wrist. That is weird. <laughs> I, like I would never have noticed hey, it. Hey Courtney, there's a nipple on your hand. Might want to get that checked out. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> I believe there are bubbles, but as a photographer who edits, I honestly think this was a joke edit. The nipple on Unless the Unless she has a big mole on her wrist. That's a nipple. Oh my God. Good for everybody. I did not notice this nipple on it her wrist. It is very funny. And her legs do look very strange. Um, it's just not placed right. They look like, it looks like this bottom leg is too long, right? Well, is it, that what it's it is? Like it's up above the water too much or something. <gasps> yes. That angle makes no sense. Yes. It's like they're showing too much of her leg. Like just keep that leg down. We don't need to see oh my it. God, if you really do look at it, you can see that there's you, a leg under the water that's going oh fully straight. Guys, this is like a magic eye poster. I looked at it, I was like, gorgeous, love it, click next. And now I'm looking at this, and this is insane. Insane. Oh, Nothing is where funny. it's supposed to be. It's great. God, I love her. Um, I love it. And then let's see other news. Black China over the yeah. weekend wish her ex, Rob Kardashian, a happy birthday on his 32nd. Chris wrote a good little check. <laughs> it says, Happy birthday, Rob Shamrock. Smiley face surrounded by three hearts. Um, so people are saying they're doing a good job co-parenting right now. Also, how weird. Okay, so Rob's birthday's on St. Patrick's Day, which mm-hmm. was this past Sunday. And the family was all celebrating with him at a party that he was at. And I could hear his voice in the background. This is the craziest thing in the world. But they never show him and they show footage of him from like a decade ago. It, it, is, it is so bizarre. It is like he is haunting his own life. It's just crazy to be like, with a logic thread of being like, because him not wanting to be on social media. Spider. Oh, we found the spider. There's been a spider in our house. I'm going to let my cat eat it. He's little. I know. I'm still going to let my cat eat it because it's good protein for the cat. Yeah, this guy will be a delicious snack. Yum, 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 Sorry, yum, everybody yum, yum, yum. who loves spiders. Um, uh, the idea of like that they couldn't not show the party, which was an option to yes. like, they didn't have to post. They that they couldn't just like post happy birthday, that they needed to show that they were at the party, but that they wouldn't show him. Yes, and they were showing dream, but not him. It's like, just don't show the party. It's very strange, but it, I guess it's like, we know Rob we doesn't want to show seen, the party. Then it feels like maybe we don't do anything for Rob. Maybe, maybe I just like, it's, uh, it's very, he is haunting his own life though. Maybe he's getting ready for like a big, huge reveal, like a big, come back a big reveal <gasps> on chloe's new season of revenge yes. body he revenge bodies to china i want him to revenge body tristan oh <laughs> i don't know how that works but i want rob to ha- be so hot it makes tristan upset <laughs> that would be the first time i would like revenge body man this spider really moves fast jess i want to tell you it's, i know it's moving all around i love it do you want to hear something i heard um at work I heard, you know, daddy long legs, how like people are like, oh, they don't bite. So daddy long legs are apparently are super duper duper venomous. What? But their mouths are too tiny to oh. bite people. <laughs> can they bite other things? Yeah, they can bite other spiders. But they don't, they can't get their they, little mouths. Too, 
teeny That's beady. so cute. <laughs> yes, it's very cute. I love that. Um, is I, there any I other think that's meals? really it. I don't think there's anything else much. Let's dive into this episode. Let's do an episode. Season three, episode 11. What's yours is mine. Well, the most important part of this episode is that it starts at a lunch place that I miss. <laughs> oh, what? Oh my God. I freaked out that first meeting. We have a scene that is, um, Chris and court and Cl- no, sorry, Chris, Chloe and Kim. Yes. Um, and they are at, I like tr- truly, it's just weird to have like lived so many LA lives, like to have been here for so many years. Yeah. This is irrelevant, but it's a restaurant on Robertson that is long gone. I believe called Cuvée, <gasps> which is such a funny name. I'm looking it Isn't up. Isn't it like a uh, a type of champagne? Yes, um, and Cuvée uh, is up on Robertson. Oh my god, it's still open, guys! Oh no, it's in a different place. Okay, so it's gone. The one that they are going to is gone. Yes, yes. But yes. it's just truly like a normal lunch place. But it's on Robertson, and there was this era when Robertson was like a big funny to do when Kitson the store was like paparazzi ground zero Ah. and Paris speaking of and Kim that was like the era of this chunk of Robertson and so like when I would have friends visit I would like this we're talking like 06 through 09 or something um I would like take them to Kitson and you would a lot of times see paparazzi and like see you know whatever somebody and then go to cuvee and like have lunch and it's such a like frozen in time memory and for anybody who doesn't remember kitson it's like a stupid la boutique that was like very famous for having like for these blue bags and that and that's you know lohan in paris and everybody would shop there and that they would get like whenever there was like a celebrity like tiff going on they would have like team jennifer or team angelina like free winona free winona team uh, (gasps) paris like it was always like they made such a and it's a truly dumb store but anyways a little side note uh to live so it's fun to relive these la moments guys so they're having lunch and they get a call kim gets a call from rob that he and adrian have broken up and, and he says it's because that because Adrian is moving to New York and that's why they broke up. But we know that's not true, right? Yeah, wait, because I can't remember that. I thought they broke up because he cheated on her. With Rita Ora? No, that comes later. Oh, Hit is me. it later? Did they get back together after she moves to New York? Well, I don't know if he ever cheated on anybody, but I know he was involved with Rita Ora. I, I think there he was a cheated weird... on Adrian with someone else. I mean, and it, it is handled so suspiciously. They're considering just being like, how... Oh, he's moving. He's But because if someone were moving, if like your partner were moving, you're like, we just can't make it work. You would kind of know that in advance and not have to immediately move in with your sister, right? You would he, like make a plan. He treats it so weird. The way that they gloss over it, it's like... I was like, oh, my God. And and honestly, that felt almost like a real moment. Like Chris, that was good acting from MVP Chris. Jenner. Yeah. But they seem genuinely surprised. And I'm like, you know, Rob was basically like on the verge of obsession and wanting to marry her. And yeah. it was just like to And we know that also he struggles so hard with the breakup and that it's like, wait, what? Oh, uh, yeah, she's moving to New York. It's totally amicable. And it was like, what? That's not the story. So he's going to move in with Kim. She even says there's no Oh he says there's no drama She's just moving Oh wait I pulled it up Do we want to read? Yeah 
the pair split in 2009 because it talks about the same thing, how they covered it up on the show. This is a life and style article I just pulled up. The pair split in 2009 because the reality star cheated. A yeah. fact he confirmed on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Adrian addressed their relationship in September after Rob claimed that an ex-girlfriend of his was, quote, cheating and having sex uh, with so many different people while they were together. Um, I absolutely never cheated on Rob. And I just want to clarify that the 33 year old said on her talk show, the real and the way it's said, it's like she slept with many people. And I'm like, uh, I can't speak for anybody else, but I can assure you that was not me. Um, and yeah, so the, the, we'll see how this is clearly like more of a thing. But um, yes, in this episode, we get this like very quick gloss. Over. Yes, yes. No drama. No just drama. Cr- just, just, just moving on into just my sister's house. Out immediately. So. Um, he moves into Kim's place into this all white, crazy satin, like Kim's. very like Hollywood. It's such like a Hollywood apartment. Oh my God. It's what so many LA women in like 2009 would have like creamed their jeans to live in. I imagine that all the condos on Highland yes. are decorated exactly that way. I literally have a friend, like a friend of mine from high school, like like had like the the more poor man's version of this no not her problem because she was in kim kardashian but was like this era was like if you were trying to be like a an, a hollywood queen you tried to live like this yes you lived in a one satin, of these white satin everything and like big frames and like big throne and like yes. mirrors mirrors big like weird mirrors with huge oversized frames so she's just like going around being like you can use this candle but not this candle and this is how i like to keep this and, and like, this blanket lays across the bed like a throw yeah it was very funny to watch her like show him the place and he's just like yes ma'am uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. <laughs> um and so courtney comes over and she's borrowed one of kim's top she walks in wearing the fucking she's crazy this, this entrance crazy. this was one of the worst top of scenes <laughs> i've seen we know courtney ranks low on the on the performer list <laughs> yes she's a bad actor but the way she comes in like truly mentally ill like, <laughs> i have to go i'm going to the movies <laughs> I have to go. I have to wear something else. I can't wear this pussy bow shirt to the movies. She I have to wear something that goes over a leggings. And it was, she says she's going to the movies 600 times in this scene. I'm I had to borrow your shirt. I'm going to the movies. And that, she, that she's borrowed something from Kim's stylist section, who we are introduced to Monica, Monica Rose. Monica Rose. I, must be first appearance, right? I don't remember I, seeing her. This is the first time I remember seeing Ooh, her. Oh, juicy. Now fired Monica the Rose. Fired. I can't believe she was working with Kim that long. I know, and she looks so young. She's and she also teensy. is really cute. She's so cute. Because she is not comfortable on camera. No. And she can t- she cannot stop looking straight down the camera and yeah. then catches herself. If you watch this scene, you guys look at it. She goes like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So many times. It's so funny to just like, it makes the Kardashians look like such pros. You're like, oh yeah. So she comes back later, Courtney does, and Rob is like, oh, you better not, you better not take anything. He's like, I'm a tattletale. That's what I, I am. told him everything <laughs> I'm a tattletale I'm a tattletale <laughs> so she's borrowed another top and a purse from or just a purse from Kim because she it, didn't end up wearing the top but she was wearing the top in the scene but yes. then didn't wear it out to dinner and then she's like I I needed this bag so new Chanel so we see more Chebin Chebin old t- old face Chebin this is whenever he found whatever she was hiding this yes. season this was it 
And then so when she he sunk his his claws in. So Courtney's like, I'm going to dinner with my friend Jonathan and Simon. Two cool guys. Just the coolest guys. And then Kim happens to be there. I didn't know you were invited. And then she's like, oh, my God, is that my bag? She's like, well, I wouldn't have brought it if I knew you were going to be here, which is not the appropriate response. <laughs> It's to be like, so, I was trying to hide it from you. <laughs> like, Courtney does not have a goddamn leg to stand on in this argument. And I. And that's why in the Photoshop they had to. Put yes, it up that's exactly why she, has, she doesn't, doesn't have, have a leg. leg. You're <laughs> right. It's a bubble bath. Um, it, um, no, she's like so crazy and a huge bitch. And yes. it's like Kim's point. Yes, we know historically Kim is like, doesn't like sharing her shit, is like, is a bit is very ostentatious because she's kim kardashian but it's like it is not unreasonable to just be like hey i'm borrowing your thing yes that's and so normal Jebin and kim start picking on courtney it's and funny. so she gets so upset she goes to the mater d this and she great. gets a plastic bag and then she throws kim chanel back at her and then not to be outdone kim decides now she's mad yes instead so that's like the classic one up being of like when someone's mad at you you get mad at them so kim gets mad at her and <laughs> oh wait no courtney first says she says a thing that she says later in later seasons which when courtney is mad at kim courtney says it's disgusting to be related to you uh, the the immediacy with which courtney heightens her like venom towards particularly kim especially when she's in the wrong it, but and it is like so cutting and it's i mean it's also just how fucking sisters talk to each other when they want to be huge bitches yeah but it's like so crazy to be like i'm yeah it's disgusting to be related to you but <sighs> and so then kim gets mad at her and she leaves rightfully so and mm -hmm. kim leaves in a huff she says that she's humiliated with two persons <laughs> She's right. It is humiliating. Why do you have two persons? Nobody knows. Nobody knows that well, you got in a fight with your sister who took all her shit out and put it in a huge Ziploc bag. So funny. So <laughs> then later, Courtney goes to Kim. They make up and Monica Rose is there. And Kim's like, why don't you wear this outfit that Monica was picking out for me? And then set the, to the TV guide party. Which my favorite part was that she was like, I'm sorry. And she already makes a big thing about how she I'm definitely not the girl that like that apologizes. And she goes basically, I'm sorry. And then she goes, and I've decided to come to your event tonight. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. So your I'm apology sorry, and I'm coming to the red carpet. Your apology as the less famous sister who <laughs> was not invited is to be like, I'm sorry. Also dress me and I'm coming to your event. And then Kim goes and she looked better in it than I did anyway. That it wasn't my style. That <laughs> nasty white dress. It's not nasty, but just any that that um like what is it called? Like bubble bottom yes. is so dated. And someone with a big butt like Kim can't really pull that no, off. No, it's just a bad and it, they were treating it like it was like an Oscar gown. It was like it was so like funny. I gave her the dress. And it's like, guys, this is six inches of fabric. Oh, it's like a white tube dress. <sighs> with, like, it was so chintzy and unimpressive and it was like and then but and it, wrinkled and wrinkled and they're like oh my god it's so chic and then they go to the red carpet and they work it on the red carpet and i was like oh wow they really knew how to work the red carpet already yeah, at this i point. mean turning your back to a camera and looking over your shoulder at it is a photograph that i it's a pose i've done if you and i 
ended up and we will we'll do some red carpets in our time together i don't think that's out of the realm of possibility and i turned and you were next to me and you were over doing an over the shoulder i will do it i would be so happy i will do it i want it so badly i once did it's a so flirty i have only done a few red carpets but i did one um for a short film that was with lauren lapkus and Marin, mary holland and nicole byer and that's a lapkus, lot of powerhouses lapkus was like here's how you do it and she told us like how to pose <gasps> and she uh, although someone as like beautiful and thin and like gazelle like as lauren doesn't really need to worry about angles because she's like yes yes yeah. but i did learn it's like the whole name of the game i remember like i don't know when i like read it in something is that you just never you're, you're never trying to be photographed straight on mm. you're trying to create like a series of angles so yeah. it's like shoulders face forward hips turn to the side head is at an angle like you're basically trying to create for the camera and light to fall in multiple places yeah. because almost no most people even very beautiful people most people look don't look as good photographed perfectly straight on with your yeah. hands at your sides so but but I was like, you got to break up those lines, break up those lines. That's how you put it. All right. So Kylie is into makeup. Wow. Okay. So Crystal she's still ball much. Kylie is in sixth grade. She's 11 years old. No one knew at the time that in 10 years she would be a billionaire. 10 years. 10 years time. Oh my God. Also. So Caitlin is very upset with Kylie for wearing too much makeup. And to be fair, it is too much makeup. I really this is was so interesting to me because it's it's definitely framed through the prism of like overprotective dad. Yeah. And like Chris being cool about it. But I'll tell you, like, I it's a thing that I struggle with, you know, like my niece is 11 and she loves makeup and it's so fun. But like when when Caitlin was like, it's different about being outside of the house. I have had those moments, too, where it's like you feel that where you're yeah, like, you just it feels really you don't want other people to like see a little girl and think it's someone older. And it's also I think about like you worry about judgment on yourself, you know, yeah. that you look like you are like co-signing as opposed to being yeah. like this is a person in the world who gets to express themselves, which yeah. is the truth. Difficult. But it is like, it's tricky. I really like, I, I, I thought that Caitlin's approach was like, as all things Caitlin are like leading with anger instead yes. of empathy. But I was like, this is a tricky age, especially yes, uh, to, to tackle that. But I thought it was so cute that Kylie goes to Chloe to talk about stuff. I love seeing them as like, you never oh get scenes God. like that of like, just a tween, like, uh, Kylie and like grown her big grown up sister oh, it was so cute and they're still so close too. I know I really love that it's very sweet it was so sweet she's doing her homework and then we see the family at Ruth's Chris's Ooh. which used to always be on the show I know they loved it I think they still do I go occasionally do. I think they do I think they Ugh. love it um, um this was so funny Kylie comes in because Caitlin has already scolded her about yes. makeup Kylie comes in wearing boom, so boom, boom much makeup and the part that almost got like brushed to the side that took me a minute until the end of the scene to realize they had also given her this really tight bodice top and a bra a dark bra peeking out pulled up to peek out from underneath it and they were like pushing up what was like just fully no boobs like skin just smashed oh. like i kind of was like oh this is makes me genuinely uncomfortable yes. whoever like styled her and i'm sure that they intended for that to also be part of like caitlin's freak out but maybe we just read too much yeah um, but i was like whoa this is intense that it's like a full face of makeup 
and then like this weird cleavage situation on an 11 year old and chris says look kylie's not gonna roll over and play dead for anyone huh because uh, i guess what the point is that like caitlin said don't wear makeup and so she came decked out and looking Double down like, she was just like and then asking like when did you get boob jobs when did courtney get boob jobs like oh my like, god truly, like going after pushing buttons and also she said this strange thing because earlier she talked about her friend Dylan mm-hmm. is a boy that she talks to online a lot. And then she said at this dinner, Dylan wear, likes to wear a dress. I felt like she was poking at Caitlyn. Oh, I didn't catch that. I felt that she was poking at Caitlyn. And then with the boobs thing, like I think like in retrospect, Kylie knew what was up and it was like my friend Dylan likes to wear a dress too. I think I heard that line. Dylan likes the way I dress. Oh, but either way, maybe yours I is, have it wrong. Yours is a much better keyhole glimpse into the future because who the fuck is Dylan? But maybe anyway. either one is her pushing but at Caitlyn. The, the number one thing is that there is a big pushback and a lot of sass. Oh, I love it. I though. loved it. It was a great scene. And then Kylie gets grounded for wearing makeup. I guess that was yeah. crazy. We get a grounding, but then Chris gives her after school special speech yes and she's so good at that she really is she really gives caitlin this speech about like look it's our job like they're gonna basically like they're gonna fuck up and what all you're doing is pushing them to rebel yeah and, and this she, is not that big of a deal it's not, and like it, that's her larger point is like this isn't really them fucking up yet yeah like we have to save this card for when they yeah. actually this fuck is just up. pushing boundaries a yes. little bit so then kylie comes to caitlin and caitlin and she's so cute because she's so mature. Mm. And then she says, I promise that I won't grow up too fast, which was a lie. A huge lie. Well, because a predator was allowed near her. Yes, because <laughs> literally, uh, I guess three years after this, four years after this, she uh-huh. starts dating Tyga. Because she basically kind of emerged out of her, her chrysalis at like 14. That yes. was when like blue hair and the whole sort of Kylie and Instagram and like she kind wow. of. I think it was sort of 14, 15 I think yeah and then by like 16 17 because she only founded Kylie Cosmetics three years ago and so she's 21 now so she was like so she would have been 19 yeah 19 18 and I think she she had her lips at like 16 I think right 16 17 she was definitely dating Tyga at 15 too oh yeah wow crazy what a ride to know that is ahead two more weeks oh my god so much I know think about this same person who we're gonna see uh in 2019 um yeah oh gosh we've been having so much fun so next week is our last one of our vintage recaps yes yes (gasps) yes 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 yes, yes. so guys join us if you haven't been i know we've said it a thousand times but they go down so smooth what a delicious treat it is such a treat and it's going to be so fun to jump straight from that into the season 16 premiere can't wait can't wait um join us we release new episodes every wednesday as you know subscribe on apple Podcasts wherever you get your podcasts please rate and review we've gotten some really lovely um reviews on itunes and they mean so much so please continue to do that thank you guys check out our twitter and instagram and like our little little facebook page email us corrections comments and kardashian run-ins at kardashianit at gmail.com thanks so much for listening to kardashianit hi 
Hi, I'm Amanda Salvatore. And I'm Jackie Ray Bell, and we are the hosts of Guilty Pleasure, Pleasure, the podcast that celebrates, elaborates, and experiences our odd interests. We talk with comedians, writers, and artists about their chosen guilty pleasure, like LARPing, Burning Man, Keanu Reeves, Alan Iverson, television shows, 60s and 70s rock and roll, and the list basically goes on and on and on. If you'd like to check us out, we have a new episode every single Monday. Delivered to you from Campfire Media. Find us on iTunes or anywhere that you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hey, thanks for listening. Campfire.